103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. And welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raver with you here this evening. Uh, we are being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Daring Incorporated, Tom Sibbett, Chevy Buick, George's Pharmacy, Medical, and Floral, here to Nelco, and the Coalition for Drug-Free Batesville. Our first guest this evening is Gary Mormon, Oldberg Academy Boys Basketball Coach. Coach, welcome back to Coach's Corner. Well, great to hear from you, Coach. It's uh, exciting to get another season started, albeit a little bit different than we're used to, but it's sure good to talk to you. How have practice gone so far for the Twisters? So far, so good. It's been really good. Uh, again, it's uh, a little little different than we're used to. We've had to have some guys that uh, have been quarantined and been out, and and uh, but you know that's the same for every school. So uh, uh, our players have really been into it. Uh, our team spirit and uh, uh, our practices have been so lively, and uh, we've really um, really had a good time so far. And the kids have been very impressive. How many young men do you have out for basketball, and how many have lettered for you last year? And then tell us about the kids who should most likely be on your varsity this year. Sure. We have 23 uh, players out um, this year, and uh, so we have uh, a varsity JV and a C team. Uh, the C team is primarily uh, freshmen. Uh, we have um, five seniors returning who were all on the sectional championship team last year. Um, uh, and uh, then we have uh, six juniors back, um, and uh, we have a sophomore and a freshman. Now, those guys will comprise the, uh, the 12 guys that will be on the varsity team, but uh, 23 total, and um, we're looking forward to it. Uh, we have a, changed up our coaching alignment just a little bit because, uh, um, of course, of course uh, Coach Feller got the – girls head coaching job, so we rearrange things a little bit in that regard. Uh, tell us about those uh, top players that uh, uh, should be on your varsity this year. Sure. So re- returning from uh, from that championship team, we got Nick Hoff, a senior, uh, tough guy, uh, young, uh, uh, just tenacious little defender. Um, he's, he's not very big. He's kind of reminds you of like a little miniature pit bull. Uh, hard-nosed guy, and he's going to have a really good senior year for us. Riley Shebler uh, is another senior, really good three-point shooter, very heady guy, just a uh, tremendous leader for us. He's done a great job in practice early this year. Will Freeland is back. He's a returning starter. Had a great um, second half of play. Had a great junior year all, all together, but a great second half of the year was really huge in the uh, six-game winning streak we closed out the the season with last year. Played really well. Played great in the sectional. Andrew Osterling, uh, he'll start for us this year, which will be uh, uh, his fourth year, four-year starter. Uh, just as solid as they come. Tremendous shooter. Very, very strong physically. Uh, if you'd have seen him play today in practice, I'll tell you, um, lights out shooting the ball uh, for us today. It was very, very impressive. I uh, would have reminded you, you and I remember this name, some of our older fans. Remember Mark Price played at Georgia Tech yeah. and was a great player for the Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers. 
He looked like Mark Price out there today. Uh, you know, he's 5'10", 5'11", uh, just dead-eye shooter, and just, just he's going to have a great year for us. Puss Warman is our other senior, very, very quick guard. Uh, hurt his knee in football towards the end, but he's come back from it extremely well. Uh, and he's going to have a big year for us. He uh, adds a lot of quickness to our lineup. Our juniors that we have coming back um, uh, that were on the sectional team last year, several of them anyway, Frank Mormon, he's had a really good preseason for us. He's played very well. Uh, C.J. Grody uh, played some varsity for us last year and uh, has really, really come a long way in his game, and, and he's going to have a good year for us. Nick Pollock played a lot of varsity minutes. He played the entire fourth quarter or most of the fourth quarter for us in the sectional final game. Uh, really good junior. Uh, gives us a little bit of height. Uh, Abe Streeter played a lot of varsity minutes last year as a sophomore. He's, he's back with us as a junior, and he's going to have a really good year. Uh, Dylan Stewart is our biggest guy. He's 6'5", about 250. Uh, he's a guy who's a little bit new to basketball. This is his second year of playing, but he's a junior, and, and he's going he's gonna to play on the varsity some this year, and uh, he's come a long way. Uh, Nathan Schumann is a guy who's been improved by leaps and bounds and grew about six inches. Unfortunately, uh, suffered a very serious hip injury um, playing fall baseball, and he's going to be out all the way into middle of uh, January. But uh, So that hurts us a little bit. Uh, Charlie Shebler uh, will play uh, for us this year. He's a sophomore, very athletic, fast, strong, tough, smart guy. He has improved by leaps and bounds, too. And then finally, we have a freshman that will play on the varsity as well, Connor Miles. Uh, he'll play a lot of JV, but, but uh, he'll get some varsity minutes, and he's, he's been impressive so far as well. Uh, I know it's not a schedule you don't open until next week, so you've got another week to get ready, but they also have another week to worry about uh, COVID-19. <laughs> That's uh, good and bad. Yeah, that's correct. So, yeah, um, we've got a few schedule changes uh, from last year, and one of which is the South Decatur game uh, uh, had to be moved due to the, the situation over there in Decatur County. Uh, so that game is moved into January. And then we picked up a, a few teams um, uh, closer to home here, which is really nice. Um, so save us a little, little bit of a drive. And then um, uh, we're not going to play in the Indianapolis uh, holiday tournament that we played in last year. But, uh, so we picked up a, a couple new ones that are a little closer to home. You mentioned that uh, Coach Feller, who's going to be on with us uh, a little bit later this evening, is taking over the girls' program. Who are your assistant coaches this year? Yeah, helping out with the varsity is uh, Jerry Prickle, as he has been for many years with us. So he's back with the varsity. Kim Maple's going to move up and uh, be the other varsity assistant. Um, Toby Walsman will have the JV team. And then Patrick Colts is the new guy on the staff. He will have the freshman C team. Uh, and, of course, what's nice about that, he's also the athletic director, so that gives us a little in there when we need a new basketball or maybe something to, you know, uh, wipe our brows off a little bit. I just go right to the uh, freshman coach slash AD and ask if he could purchase something for us. Uh, coach, uh, the uh, girls, of course, in the volleyball opened the uh, new townhouse uh, for you uh already, but do you have anything uh, planned for that first boys home game with the uh, new sales house, or will it just be a Well, we game? don't. Just, sim 
Yeah, we, we don't right now. We we did originally, but we don't now just simply because you have this very limited uh, um, fans uh, number of fans that can come. I believe it's going to be two per player. So you're, we're kind of tapping the brakes on that uh, until hopefully, God willing, maybe something in January or February would allow us to have a bigger uh, celebration. But um, uh, currently we had to kind of put that um, – you know, on hold a little bit, but uh, we do ed- uh, open up with Edinburgh. Uh, our first game will be at home, and that's uh, will be not next Friday, but the following Friday. Uh, as you uh, get ready for this season, uh, is this the twelfth or thirteenth year you're going to be at Oldberg Academy? This is my thirteenth, thirteenth year. Yep, lucky thirteen. Uh, <laughs> uh, Coach, uh, anything else this evening? Well, I know we're gonna, this is going to be a regular basis for us, and uh, hopefully before the basketball season's over, that uh, vaccine will be out, and uh, old guys like me can uh, get uh, shot, and maybe get, be able to start uh, talking to people face to face again. Boy, that would be great. I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to visit with Sally beforehand. No offense to you, but I do like to sit and talk to Sally <laughs> a little bit beforehand. I don't get a chance to see her, but yeah, that would be great if we could do that and have people like you come to to the new gym and see it. And and we don't know. Uh, we know one of the new teams we picked up is East Central. That game is going to be at East Central. Uh, we're still negotiating. We're going to. We picked up Greensburg as well. We don't know if that's going to be at Greensburg or at. OA, but that, um, and we don't know the date yet on that. Um, but that would be a good one to have at home, and it would be great to have you come to that game. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, that's, they were, they were hoping to be able to play that in December, which could turn out to be when we play, but I was hoping maybe that that could be a little later, that maybe that would be like you're saying in January or February, where maybe, maybe we've, turn the corner on this uh, period of time in our life and and uh, to be a little bigger event but uh, boy we sure look forward to it and, and I will close by by saying this coach uh, uh, while it was lamentable that uh, you know that our seniors didn't get a play in the regional I told them and this is this is kind of the charge uh, uh, for our guys coming back this year our seniors last year were the rarest of the rare in that they won the last high school game that they played in. Uh, typically, only back when you and I played, only one team could say that, right? Uh, now four right. teams could say it. But uh, uh, those guys, uh, those seniors, uh, won won the last game they played in. They won the last six they played in. So our our guys this year, I tell them, I say, you, you're very, you're a very rare group. You're starting out on a winning streak. Typically. Uh, 395 of the 399 teams uh, that play high school basketball in Indiana or it might be more than that now I think it's in the 400 uh, start off the year on a losing streak everybody loses their last game but uh, so we're starting out on a six game winning streak uh, so we hope to carry that on that's a good uh, trivia question for down the road sometime uh, coach thank you so much for joining us this evening and we'll see you next week We'll talk to you next week, Coach. Thanks for having me. Okay. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You'll see the Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 and your FM dial streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. <laughs> 
Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork Mizza Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken Mizza Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Mizza Crust Pizza at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. ETC is now Great Plains Communication, providing forward-thinking technology services to businesses and homes across southeastern Indiana. Now powered by a 13,500-mile fiber network. Though our name has changed, our dedication to providing an exceptional customer experience delivered by a trusted team of local professionals remains the same. Great Plains Communications, driving technology in southeastern Indiana with a high-performing network and high-performing people. To learn more, contact us at 866-382-49. Want to make your home a more comfortable place but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solution for every budget. When you turn to Garing's, your Carrier expert will show you our best-in-class home comfort systems. Jeff or Mike will help you pick the one that best fits your home budget. From our value Price comfort series to our top-performing infinity system, Carrier and Garing's have made excellence more affordable than ever. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Turn to the experts with Carrier and Garing's 316 North Main, Batesville. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. We are back at Johnny Snow's Brian Helvey, a Batesville High School uh, girls basketball coach. And uh, Brian, uh, it's never uh, good to go into a Seymour game or somebody of that caliber being shorthanded, is it? No, I, you know, there's, uh, it was, uh, it was not the, uh, Probably not necessarily the offensive outcome that we wanted. Um, obviously, you're not going to win many games scoring 18 points, um, and that's that's all we were able to, to put up. And we were a little shorthanded, but there again, um, you know, the girls. Uh, we talked to coaches and, and with the girls tonight, and you know, uh, turnovers just got us. And and you know, credit. Like I said, with uh, you know, Lawrence or Lawrenceburg in the first game of the year and North Decatur second half, you know, credit to Seymour. Um, they forced a lot of those turnovers, but boy, there were a lot of them that were self inflicted and, and we just you know, we gotta clean that up and and um, you know, we took steps in the right direction this evening. We had a pre light practice to be honest with you. Uh, we watched we watched quite a bit of film. Uh, there was a lot to show. Um, you know, there's, there's always good um, in the film, but, you know, we wanted to show and, and talk to girls about opportunities that we missed. And that was not only just uh, with, with turnovers, but, you know, we had some good looks in the first half, um, but just didn't fall. And, um, and that's, that's unfortunate, but that's basketball. You know, we you go in, you're not going to make them all. And, you know, it's one of those sports where if you're, if you're at fifty percent, you're doing pretty darn good. So uh, we didn't get the fall. We still was able to keep the game uh, close, relatively close in the first quarter, um, and then uh, it started to kind of get away from us. Uh, we only scored a couple points in each of the second and third quarters, and and that's just uh, whatever varsity level sports you're playing. If that's your output um, on the score side, then it's going to be awful hard. Anybody you want to point out for uh, play, having a good game for the Bates, so Lady Bulldogs? 
Well, I, I think we had. So we had some areas that I defensively I was very, very pleased. Uh, you know, we, we held them to 45 points, um, and I would guess maybe a dozen of those points were off of our own turnovers in the backcourt and they just score layups. So, so defensively, you know, I thought we, 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 sell, we held in a 2-3 zone uh, the entire game, um, even as we got down, um, you know, double digits, we, we, we stayed in it. Um, I thought we did a nice job as a, as a team um, defending um, offensively. Uh, not, a, not a lot uh, there. We did get six points from Carly Pride and five from uh, Callie Kaiser. And um, well, we also, I think Callie led us um, in rebounding. I think she had seven rebounds. You know, Catherine Robb comes up with two more charges uh, taken. Uh, she's becoming quite the master at that. So, um, you know, anytime you can get a senior to step up and take that charge and do it a couple times during the game, you know, that's, that shows me a lot that, you know, they're hanging in there, they're still playing hard, and, you know, they're not just uh, turning and, and letting the score by any means. Coach, you got uh, two games this week, uh, Jacksonville and uh, Connorsville, uh, kind of uh, two ends of the scale. I know that uh, Jacksonville has got basically everybody back from uh, last year except the Carroll girl, and Connorsville is still trying to get their act together, so to speak. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously our, our focus, primary focus is Jacksonville. Um, you know, we want to, you know, we want to clean things up on our end, but we also know that we've got a very, very good opponent ahead of us on Friday, and, you know, they've got, uh, like you say, they've got a lot of lot of those weapons back uh, after a successful year. Um, obviously, the, the Leicester girl, um, it seems like she's been playing for, I don't know, five, six, seven years. Um, I think she is finally a senior this year, but she's a really, really good player. Uh, Williams and Hubbard, um, obviously, we saw them last year as well. So, so we know that that, that that's going to be a challenge. Um, so most of our focus has been on that. Uh, we want to put forth uh, an improved effort, um, and then hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll turn right around, um, get them on on Friday night, and turn around and. And hit the road for Connorsville for an afternoon start, and uh, haven't really, you know, Connorsville lost a couple to graduation, but I think they've added a couple um, players that they're getting uh, a number of minutes for them. So, you know, I think that um, both games, you know, it's going to uh, provide us different different tests. Um, you know, obviously going to go against an experienced team in the first game, and then we're going to have to turn right around and and uh, show some of our hopefully experience and maturation here a little bit and be able to play, you know, less than 24 hours later. And that'll be, uh, I think, your first uh, game that is uh, evening, and uh, that's always an experience uh, in itself. Uh, at least it's not uh, one of those at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it, it, it's a different, you know, feel for the girls, um, guys for that matter, you know, when you turn and turn around and play in the afternoon. You know, we're used to practicing in you know, late afternoon, but uh, when you get around that noon or 1 o'clock starts, then, um, you know, it's, it's just a little bit of a different mindset. And, you know, you've got to be ready to play. You know, you can't. It's not something you can coast through and, and hope to be successful. So, you know, we're going to have to turn around, whatever the outcome is on, uh, on Friday night. You kind of have to put that behind you because, 
it's go time, you know, at around noon the next day. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, you know, we're looking forward to actually getting two games in. It seems like we play one, have to wait a while. Play another one, have to wait a while. Um, you know, our hope is we can kind of get this uh, season really kind of kick-started here and start playing some games and seeing some positive results. Uh, Coach, uh, read the uh, report on the reserve game. Sounds like they had a tough loss uh, on uh, their game with Seymour. They did. Um, I, I, the score, I, it was it was 48-30. Um, again, um, there was good and, and bad to it. Uh, you know, we kind of got caught in the same situation with them. Um, panicked uh, on in a few instances. They, they turned up a little pressure and... Um, <laughs> Believe it or not, the, the the crowd kind of I, I think bothered them. I mean, well, we got fifty people in the stands, but they were pretty vocal, and, and uh, I think that that kind of rattled us a little bit. And, but overall, um, I think it was another good learning experience for some of these young ladies um, that are playing at the JV level right now. This is every minute we can get them on the floors is is good. Um, Claire Sainer, um, freshman. Led us with nine points and ten rebounds. Uh, another freshman, Kaylin Hinders, um, six points, three assists. So we continue to get consistent play out of those two. Um, Madeline Pullman just does a, a, an outstanding job defensively. Um, she led us with uh, five steals, I think it was, and just constantly is can defend the ball as as well as anybody we've got on the team. Just not afraid to to get right in there and mix it up. So, so that's a plus. And then another freshman, Rhea Miller. Um, uh, smaller uh, guard, and uh, she had seven rebounds. And Rhea's very athletic. She's also kind of got a little bit of uh, Madeline's temperament. She's going to get in there and mix it up. And and uh, getting seven rebounds as a as a guard on the on the JV squad is uh, is pretty nice to see. Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? No, I just uh, we're on Friday night um, hosting Jackson Dell. Um, unfortunately, we are going to be under some uh, capacity restrictions again, so um, we'll have something posted on our website again that, that outlines that, but it looks like we'll be still in that uh, two, two parents or, or guardians only, so um, everybody will just have to hopefully watch it online and, um, and, and catch the, the Lady Bulldogs that way. It's, uh, it's unfortunate, but, uh, but right now just getting games in is what's important. Yesterday I had a uh, Zoom meeting with the Indiana State uh, Track Association, and uh, I think we're uh, fortunate down here. I was listening to several coaches from the greater Indianapolis area, and it sounds like the restrictions up there are even uh, stricter than they are down here, which doesn't seem possible. Well, I, I think what we've tried to avoid here, and I'll credit our health department a little bit, is the understanding that, you know, we want to get those as, as the parents involved as much as we can, um, and they've, they've allowed us to do that. I know we've got some sports, uh, swimming, unfortunately, because of uh, pool deck space and things like that. You know, they're not allowing any spectators, um, and that's unfortunate. But I think as long as, as we can maintain uh, um, the, the parents being in, in, in the building, I, I think we're better off all the way around. Coach, thank you so much for your time, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you, Coach. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. 
Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork Mizza Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken Mizza Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Mizza Crust Pizza at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to talk to your children about how thankful we are for good health. Discuss the importance of maintaining good mental health and how alcohol affects the mind. This message is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. Ty Fleetwood, sales manager from Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick. Black Friday savings all month long during the Chevy Cyber Sales Event. Take advantage of rebates up to $3,250 on a Malibu, $2,750 on a Traverse, $4,350 on a Trax, $4,000 on a Blazer, or up to $5,250 on an Equinox. Enjoy savings up to $3,500 on a Colorado or $5,000 on a Silverado. Thank you for shopping at Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now, Derek Fellow, Burton Academy Girls Basketball Coach. And, uh, Coach, I think uh, your last three ball games you played ab- absolutely the best in southeastern Indiana. Yeah. Uh, I, actually, I think John Harrell, they kind of wait. They always wait about, what, two or three weeks, maybe five or six games for the come out with their uh, rankings and and if you look at the schedule strength we uh ours is 100 ranked 119th in the state um, at least last time i looked on on saturday and that's pretty good that's pretty good playing lawrenceburg and jackson dell um will do that for you and then also um you know southwest shelby is a pretty solid team as well they're you know our sectional overall is going to be very competitive and and just playing those three teams along with franklin county um our schedule like last, uh, like last year, um, was very front loaded, and and to be quite honest with you, Ron, it should have been even higher um, because we were supposed to play University High School, and on Saturday night got postponed or canceled, I guess you could say, because they um, had a couple girls test positive. So, you know, we could have arguably been in the top 100 and uh, for schedule strength. Um, um, even if if we had if we did play Saturday, um, so yeah, we've been tested early. Um, the girls have been through this before. They went through it last year. They started off slowly with the schedule. So, so the girls the girls understand, and they're, they've been extremely positive throughout all of this. I was listening to uh, part of one of your uh, games uh, past weekend, and it sounded like uh, your freshman girls are really playing well for you. Not that not that the upperclassmen aren't either, but. Uh, the freshman girls are jumping into this uh, varsity uh, basketball very well for you. Well, there, there's definitely a learning curve. It's a learning curve for everybody, you know, for being honest. Uh, not only for the freshmen, you know, they, I mean, they make, they're making mistakes that they got away with in eighth grade in middle school. And, and it, it's just the typical freshman mistakes, even in, you know, whether you're a boy or a girl. And, and there's also a learning curve for me as a coach, you know, one, 
for under just understanding the difference between boys and girls uh, basketball. Um, there, there's a definitely a learning curve, and that's why Coach Savage, uh, our varsity assistant slash JV coach, he comes in handy really well. He, his daughters have have played girls basketball for years, and he kind of understands that. Um, so, so I kind of lean on him a lot in terms of uh, different X's and O's things and 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 fundamental things that he might have something in mind. But, but for the freshman girls, yeah, we look, we want to give them a. We said at the beginning of the year we wanted to make a big rotation, and we have made a pretty big rotation um, because we wanted to get some of those girls some freshman experience or some experience um, at the varsity level. There, they are. Um, I mean, to be honest, there's not that quite a big a drop off between the upperclassmen and the freshmen. So why not get them some valuable minutes here? And and, and again, to be honest, it's it's testing my patience at times uh, because. You know that you've got to teach them. Um, again, it's just a different ball game with girls, and and it's and and I knew that I knew I would have to learn a lot of patience with them. But but they have been extremely extremely well coached. They are listening um, to everything we say and everything we coach them, almost to a fault. You know, sometimes that's the thing I've learned with girls is you tell them what to do, they are going to do exactly what you do. And sometimes um, sometimes it's like, well, I'll, you know that. I know we told you to do this, but you know sometimes in a game that's this, the opponent's going to do something different. So now you got to do something else. So, so, um, so yeah, the girls have been responding well to to our coaching. We've definitely improved in some areas throughout the year so far. Who are some of the young ladies uh, of, uh, on your uh, varsity who played well in these three uh, this three game set? Well. I know we talked about the freshman, but senior Pam Manessis has, has been playing well, especially on the defensive end. Her 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 defense is quite fun to watch at times. She has great hands. She's she's always. I mean, she fills up the stat book um, offensively and defensively with deflections and steals. She's very active on the defensive end. She's always on the floor getting loose balls. So I want to point out her. She's kind of been our leader on the floor so far this year. Abby Havercoast. She missed our last game. She's a senior. She's kind of, uh, she's probably our most, she's definitely our most athletic player on the team. Um, she didn't play against Jackson Dell, but but Abby, Abby is very good on the defensive end, and I don't think she realizes how good she can be offensively yet, and we're trying to get her there. She's a little bit tentative. She's she's a little bit, I don't, I don't want to say she's not confident. I just don't think she realizes how good she can be yet. Um, and then, and then Ava Allen has been has been pretty good in shooting the ball. She's kind of had some tough luck early. A lot of balls go in and out, and that'll that'll catch up. That'll even out as the season goes along. And then Emma Weberding, again, the other she's also our junior. Um, she just played her first full game against Jackson Dell on Saturday night, and we really missed Emma. And then obviously Annalise Nobby. Um, she she's been she's been improving down in the low post um, and getting rebounds for us, but. As far as some of those other younger girls, um, freshmen and sophomores, Ellie Ryan, in her limited minutes, the more she plays, you know, at the beginning of the season, Coach Savage said, man, I, this Ellie Ryan girl, she is going to be really good for us um, as she gets older. And, I, and, I, and it's not that I didn't believe them. I was just – I really hadn't seen anything um, – in practice in terms of, I just because he's had more experience with the girls than I have and he's kind of seen them before and I, I just haven't 
And the more I see her play, I'm like, yeah, I can definitely see her potential. Um, she's long and lanky. She's a little, she's got some work to do on her shot, but defensively, um, she man, when she when when, think, when she stops thinking, she is she's so good. Um, Kate Weber has been really she handled the ball for us a lot these last two games against Lawrenceburg and Jackson Dell, and it's a lot to ask for a freshman. But you know what? That's we're kind of thrown into the fire, and she's mature enough to handle it. And yeah, she's going to make her fair share of mistakes. But you know what? She she's probably our best passer on the team or one of our best passers as a freshman. Um, you also have Ashley Borgman, who is lightning quick on a defensive end. Man, she's quick, and she's aggressive, too, um, defensively. That's definitely her strength in the game. And then Hannah Haverkos, which is Abby's sister, as a sophomore. Man, she is just a ball of fire. If, you, if we're trying to get her to just kind of relax on the defensive end a little bit and have some disciplined energy, not just energy, but disciplined energy on the defensive end, um, because she like she is just like a uh, bowling ball out there, just bouncing off people half the time. And and when she plays JV, you know we're kind of giving her a goal right now. Like, all right, if you play two quarters, your goal is to have um, less than three fouls um, in in those two quarters because she she does get into foul trouble because she's so active. Um, and you'd rather have that um, instead of somebody who's not as aggressive. Um, because I think we can tan- I think we can get some disciplined energy out of her. And then you also have at the JV level, man, um, Rachel Lamping uh, has kind of played some more JV minutes to get her used to the game at the JV level. Um, I think the game at the varsity level is a little fast for her, but she just needs some confidence. Again, she's just a girl who doesn't know how good she can be yet. Um, Willie Dennis, I, you know, she she had a concussion problem from volleyball at the very beginning of the season, so she missed the first week or so, week or two. She has played really well for us at the JV, and I've been really excited to see her play. See her play. Um, Rachel's, Rachel Lamping's twin sister, Sarah, Sarah has, she's really come a long way um, at, the, at the JV level as well, and we're really excited to have her. I, again, it's, it's a huge, it's just a confidence thing with, all the, with a lot of these girls, and and um, and we're kind of seeing it in a game by game basis as we improve every week. It's nice, coach, to be able to have uh, a number of girls that you can work with. I know uh, at one time in the uh, Twister uh, program, you were short of uh, players and short of athletes, but it's good to have that uh, reserve to go back to and to look forward to as you go down uh, through not only through this season but seasons to come. Oh, for sure. We we've got 17 girls, and I I thought we were so close to getting a couple more, and um, and I really, you know, I was hired what two weeks before the first official practice, and I really didn't have much time to kind of um, recruit girls, I guess you'd say, within the school, and and within that time, you know, I had a lot of these freshmen in class, and I think that that has definitely really helped um, getting some of these girls out, and and even a couple of the girls we were worried about coming back from last year I, I we really tried to recruit some of those girls back and to get 17 it's a it's a good problem to have we we're trying to play some c team games with those freshmen we have um, out of our 17 we have nine of them are, nine of our girls are freshmen so we're trying to get i know we have a one or a couple c team games scheduled to get those girls some more experience but you know I was hired so late that in terms of coaching, I, I was kind of limited in terms of finding coaches. That's why I'm so blessed to just have 
Coach Savage on the staff, even just having him, it's really just him and I for the most part consistently every day. Ella Lamping, who's also helping us, I asked her, and she told me from the beginning, she's like, look, I can help you, but I am leaving for um, two or three weeks. Her brother lives up in Maine. He's, I think he's on the, I think he's in the Coast Guard. So she's like, I'm going up to Maine for two or three weeks. She's coming back this week. Um, I can't help out these two or three weeks, but I can help out, you know, before and after that. And 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 just having her, when she can start coming back to practice, I'm telling you this because when we have now an extra coach coming to practice um, consistently, that'll help us out so much at practice, you know, getting more individual time to some of these girls. Um, but we, you know, you can already see the growth and development of, of a lot of these young girls in, in the four games that we've had so far. Coach, uh, do you still have the week off, or did you get? Do you have a backup game before the Edinburgh game? Well, we were supposed to play Union County on tomorrow night, actually, and then they got quarantined um, for a certain amount of period of time. But we rescheduled that for December 10th. So we do play Edinburgh next Tuesday. Edinburgh will kind of um, be a, a. It should be a better game for us because you know they're not. I think playing Lawrenceburg and Jacksonville this early in the year is, is a really good test for us. And I don't mind playing them in the early part of the year, as long as the girls are still confident themselves, or you know, still have that positive attitude, um, and they understand they understand how good those teams are. And um, but we do we were supposed to play North and South Decatur uh, Thursday and next next Thursday and next Saturday. Well, you know, as you know, Decatur County kind of shut their schools down, and so we're we look for um, some games to replace them with. Uh, now we've got Morristown at home next next Thursday, which Morristown's a sectional opponent. We we've been trying to get them on our schedule um, throughout the entire year, and finally got that. And and then um, right now, I don't know. I was told I think South Decatur. I think the Decatur County schools might be able to play. I I, I don't know if there's some type of loop. I don't know in terms of rules, in terms of practices. I, I don't know yet. So we'll I'll have to get it confirmed, but. Um, they might be able to play next year. I don't know yet. So, um, but so I'm hoping we can play South Decatur next Saturday just to get just to get in that other game. Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? You know, I've I've got a. It was really really nice. It was the first home basketball game for the girls. It was supposed to be last week, but but really it was the first true home game for me as a coach. I told Coach Savage, I'm. Man, I'm loving having this home basketball. Home stuff here at Oldenburg because for football, you know, the earliest we'd ever get back is like maybe 10 o'clock if we played at North Dakota or Milan. Usually it was like 11 or 12. And, and you know, to kind of have the game be done at 9 o'clock. And, and, you know, I just live, I live in Oldenburg, so it was it was so nice, so nice to just to, to have that home game and not really – have to worry about driving and bringing all this stuff. Um, it was kind of a kind of a relax. It was kind of relaxing to be quite honest with you, having this home game stuff. But I, I love that new gym. I wish we had more fans in there. Um, my 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 wife and two kids showed up to the game, and and uh, <laughs> I'm watching on film. You can clearly see them across from our bench, and you can kind of hear them sometimes making making noise because it's so quiet in there. Um, but I really enjoyed playing in that new gym, and I and I I know we can't get any of the general public out there now, but it's such a pretty gym. Um, I told the girls we're practicing in the morning this week. We OA doesn't have school, 
Um, we took Monday and Tuesday off, so, so really we're taking off this whole week because um, we were ahead some extra days. But um, I love practicing in the morning there because of the way the sun rises, it's, it's really pretty. So I think we're in it. I think afternoon games are going to be really fun to play in over there as well um, at that new gym. So I encourage anybody once we get the public opened up to, to come and visit the gym because it's it's a really really nice gym and I'm very very thankful for us to to be playing there. Coach you and your family have a nice Thanksgiving and we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks, Ron. You and Sally do the same. Thank you. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 Yes and Down and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork Mizza Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken Mizza Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Mizza Crust Pizza at Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to talk to your children about how thankful we are for good health. Discuss the importance of maintaining good mental health and how alcohol affects the mind. This message is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. Most people spend 90% of their time indoors, and half of all illnesses are either caused or aggravated by poor indoor air quality. Call Hurt and Elko, your Lennox dealer. Lennox has innovative products like UV lights, air filters, and air purifiers that can help greatly reduce the pollutants in the air you and your family breathe every day. To find out more about how to improve your home's indoor air quality, call Hurt and Elko at 934-4646. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. We're back and joining us now, Darren Garrett, Bates High School Boys Basketball Coach. And, uh, Coach, how have things been going for the Bulldogs so far? Well, we've had a good two weeks to start. We had our scrimmage last Thursday with Waldron, and I was pleased. I, I thought the kids played hard. They played with great effort. They played with enthusiasm. I really, really enjoyed how the ball was moving and being shared amongst all players. And that's a great foundation. Those are great foundational pieces to achieve some of our goals we want to achieve. And I think this is a group that, again, like most baseball groups, I think they really get along. They really care for each other. And it's a fun group to coach. How many young men do you have out for basketball and how many lettered for you last year? We've got our, our all-conference player, Sam Vagley, He's back as a senior, third year. He's played varsity for us, returning all-conference player. R.J. Powell has, has played varsity for all three years um, as our point guard. And then Thomas Raver played varsity last year. That's returning. Leighton Ratcliffe played last year on the varsity level. That's returning. And then we've got we've got other we've got uh, we've got some experience, even though it wasn't at the varsity level in terms of guys that that played some JV as a junior. So we've got quite a few seniors, and we've got we got Calvin Sherwood as a senior that's had a really nice preseason for us so far as a as a as another guard for us. Um, we've got Alex Seifert's not been with us yet. He's not he's been battling some health issues, so trying to get that squared away. 
where he can eventually join us on the floor. Ben Shebler's a senior that's going to provide some strength for us. Austin Korn fluctuated between Varsity and JV last year, but spent the bulk of the time last year on JV level. But he, get, he provides us some length, and he's really, really skilled in terms of being able to shoot it. And then junior-wise, you've got Cole Werner that, is, is, that has really gotten a lot stronger and improved overall as overall game. So he'll be able to get us, allow us to get RJ off the ball some and do some different things with RJ offensively with Cole Moore on the ball, and, and Thomas Raver will be able to do that for us too. And then Eli Pearson is a junior that will be playing varsity minutes for us. We've got some other guys that will be they could potentially step up and take some minutes depending how they play at the JV level, how they compete in practice, and if they happen to take any minutes. But outside of that, the known entities are the way I lean upon a lot is Thomas Raver is another one who can handle the ball and do some things inside and out and give us some flexibility. So Thomas, RJ, and, and Sam are guys we'll lean on heavily that bring back a lot of experience from last year. Uh, Coach, uh, you open up, of course, with uh, Jacksonville. Uh, their situation, I think they're uh, uh, ready to play now. I know the girls have been playing. They were under uh, a two-week, I think, band there for a little bit the time, but uh, will they be playing South Ripley tomorrow night or South Ripley still under quarantine? No, I think everything's good. I think uh, Jacksonville got started. Like, we were able to start the ninth on a Monday. I believe they started that very next day on a Tuesday. So, yeah, all, I've not heard anything different than that game being played tomorrow. So, so far, so good. I'll be honest, Coach, I think any game we get in in November and December will be a blessing in terms of the way just the numbers are trending and how cases are going. But I know we keep practicing in earnest, getting ready for games, as do other teams. So I know Davies County, it sounds like they got shut down for two weeks yesterday in terms of any athletic events. And a little bit I've gathered from some coaches down there, it's more so just the situations with the doctors, nurses, and hospitals. Uh, schools and schools are not having any cases, but obviously they, they're trying to limit contact tracing and, and that seems like that's one of the counties I've seen recently, much like Decatur County the last two weeks where they've been shut down. So I'm a little worried that you may see more of that here in the near future. Maybe we'll get past it, hopefully by mid-January at the latest. Uh, coach, uh, Jacksonville, uh, new coach and Clint Bowman, of course, uh, it's some people know Clint because uh, that's where he went to school. I think he still lives in uh, Batesville. What do you know about Jacksonville in terms of returning players and what they'll present? Well, they'll be similar to the, to the entire Ripley County. Milan, Jacksonville, South Ripley, they all bring back quite a few returning players, guys that played. Jacksonville, for example, they got a core group that played together all the way through, and a couple of them got, had to play as youngsters as freshmen even. And Clint's a good guy, a friend of mine. He's, he's very passionate about basketball, excited about the opportunity. So I know he's going to work extremely hard and get those guys ready and they'll play they'll play very specific ways in terms of what he wants to do offensively defensively and I think they'll be a solid a solid team with, with just the mix they have and all the experience they have so it, it'll be I think they'll look to transition it more I think they'll be even more solid defensively and they're just a team as you've, as you've seen that had to take their lumps a little bit the last couple of years as they got bigger faster stronger and I think this year, they're going to be able to, to reap some of the benefits of that, and along with along with Coach Bowman's tutelage. I know as we uh, 
go along uh, these weeks. We'll talk more about the EIAC, but I was just looking at uh, a couple of papers and a couple of reports on the EIAC, and we know what uh, East Central is bringing back this year, but uh, and there's no, no whaleage at Greensburg this year, but there's a Sparks up there yet. So the conference has got to be uh, uh, pretty good as well this year. Uh, Franklin County's got a lot of kids back. Uh, Rushfield's got Evans back. And uh, there's still a unit, uh, Larsburg and uh, Bobo, who's about 6'7 or 6'8. Uh, and uh, new coaches at a couple of schools. So uh, things are going to be uh, pretty well the same in the EIAC as I see it. Yeah, I think the IEC will be like it is more years than it's not in terms of you're gonna you're gonna be in a quality basketball game every time you play a conference opponent. And just like you said, the teams you mentioned, there were some some key graduations that took place, but still teams are reloading, guys get bigger and stronger and they grow. You got veteran coaches, we got a couple new coaches in the conference, but overall it's it's it stayed pretty much the same. And you get some really good individual players. So it's going to be the key to it. It's going to be who do you fill in, who steps up as, as far as replacing some of the key graduates for each program. And then kind of like us, too. I mean, we're, we're reworking ourselves in regards to we had Colt Meyer, who was the key for us last year, over 20 points a game. This year we're going to be very, very balanced. So we'll, be, we'll provide a different, a different opponent this year for teams than what we maybe have had the last couple of years with running things through an individual player where this year, especially the way the guys are sharing the basketball amongst each other, it's going to be a different guy each night, a lot of times different guy even in each quarter as far as of who, because I think those guys have really bought into it and done a good job of keep working the ball until we get a great a great attempt for our team, and there's always a fifth worst defensive player on the team on the floor for the opposing team, a, a fourth defensive player. I'm excited to see if we can continue to grow our basketball intellect and keep finding those matchups as we run offense and capitalize on those. And as you capitalize on those and the defense restricts, the defense recovers, and that opens things up for everybody as you can attack a recovering defense. So I'm excited. It's it's a little stressful in terms of it is nice to have that guy that can go score and get back a bucket right away for you, but it's also nice not to have to change much from a scheme standpoint to continue to change things every week to get a way to get the ball differently to a certain player was this year we can continue just to fine tune our offense, encourage each other build each other up and, and let different guys take a great shot when it provides itself to us I know last uh, spring I worked with two of your varsity players uh, in the high jump and although we, we were cut short early those uh Pearson and uh, Corn both showed me that they got some hops that they didn't have the year before. Yeah, Austin, I'm looking forward to a nice year from Austin. I think when he plays with just abandon and confidence, he's um, he really does a nice job and really has developed even a better skill set. And then Eli Pearson as a kid, or it's too bad the track team, the track season got cut short last year because I'd really mentioned him as if he'd ever thought about track because just his athleticism I think he, he's a kid that could track could be his ticket to some different things at the next level if he decided he likes it and wants to work at it and find the event that's right for him and he kind of brings that to our basketball court too in terms of in the scrimmage there now he looks like he's playing his first varsity competition in regards to sometimes there were flashes of when he just played other times there was flashes of a lot of hesitation 
to where he can do some things athletically when he just plays. I mean, I'll give you one example. He's the first kid I've had since the Chris Keith thing that can really hit a different speed on a basketball court, just zooming down the floor, for example. Um, he can he can get a lot of rebounds for us. He can create tips and, and get offensive rebounds. Just because he, he's got a he's got a motor, he's got some athleticism that's just that's just different. So I'm excited to see a kid like that get opportunities and and see what he can do with it. Hopefully, as as if COVID will leave us alone, we'll get plenty of reps as far as games and get these guys experience and and have a nice nice winter season. Uh, who's happy with basketball coach? Did you were you able to maintain your staff? I am very, very blessed, and I continue to be blessed in regards to the staff is, is staying the same. And actually, for the first time in a, in a very few years of my career, it's, it's stayed the same all the way through through the seventh grade. So at the high school level, it's, it's Andy Allen helping again as, as, a, as a varsity assistant, along with Blaine Gellert as a varsity assistant. And Coach Kirkton is, is back with me as JV coach, and all three of them are in the high school building. So that is a tremendous help to me with me being in the middle school. And I just bring a lot of experience. So it's nice to where I can do things. I mean, I remember so many years where I was coaching things, everything at practice, the entire practice, where where the, um, the, I don't know if it was good for the guys to hear my voice, the whole game, the entire game, nobody else's voice, whereas now I can turn defense over to Coach Allen, Coach Keller, for example. Coach Kirkton does a great job when it's his time on some of the scouts and some of the breakdown drills. And then when, when it's my time of practice, they're hearing from different guys for different things. And it's, um, it's just it's just a better balance. And of, of all years, that's going to be key to where if, if one of the coaches get contact traced, especially myself, and I can't be at practice or games for two weeks, I've got 100% confidence that one of the other coaches can actually step up, and there'll be there'll, there'll be no difference. They'll they'll perform just like and proceed just like if I was there. So that's that's such a comforting comforting feeling, and also it's it's best for our athletes. Uh, Coach, uh, uh, I had Brian Held uh, earlier in the uh, show, of course, and uh, the ticket situation. Uh, you don't have to worry about it this week because you're on the road. You're on the road uh, with Greensburg, but hopefully by the time you get your first home game, you'll be allowed to bring in more than just the parents of the players. Yeah, I'm standing outside the doors now watching an eighth grade game play out. And as you look around the gym, they've got they've got pairs of bees spread around the gym in terms of two bees by each other, which would be parents for say, or two family members of a player. They've got those spread out six feet each row, then diagonal six feet. So it's nothing like the the uh, high school basketball environment we're used to. And unfortunately, I think it's going to be like that for for a good stretch here until we get back to Orange, and then maybe get past this entirely where we can bring people in. Well, I think it will happen this season. I'm hopeful, but also realistic. But it is nice, too, where we've got some streaming things set up where people can tune in and watch our game on a, on a stream feed. Obviously, some of the ETC and SEI local providers that have, have done games in the past. But it's just, I, I've had that I've had that question asked of me all fall in terms of, will, will we be able to see basketball? Will we be able to come to the basketball games? And right now, it doesn't look good in this, in, as we hit December. But hopefully those things can, those numbers can change and go the other way too so we can 
open it up and, and let the fans come in because I it's it's special to me too over these gosh I think this is my 13th year over the past 12 years just seeing the same people come in and support the Bulldogs we'll definitely be uh, we'll definitely be missing them not being here Coach anything else before we let you go this evening well uh, I'll be selfish I, I it's it's nice to have the convenience of being able to watch a middle school game and doing this on the phone but I'll be very honest with you. I, I miss seeing you in person, so I appreciate you in these times still stepping up to do this show. I wish we could uh, visit afterwards like we usually do, and you guys get your ice and family pizza home, take, take home for dinner, but hopefully we'll get back to that soon where we can see each other and proceed as normal, but I, I sure do I sure do thank you for letting this, this continue to happen so people can hear about the Bulldogs and, and I can hear from other coaches and hear about other programs and other sports through the fall, summer, fall, winter, and spring. So I just appreciate you, Coach. Thank you so much. And uh, we're, I'm looking forward to seeing people uh, face-to-face as well. And we'll be talking to you next week, of course. All right. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 here from Dallas, streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork Mizza Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken Mizza Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Mizza Crust Pizza at Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. We're back, and thank you so much for joining us this evening. Uh, next week, we'll be back, of course. Gary, Aaron, and Brian will be with us. And uh, Stacy Meyer, who wasn't with us tonight because of their situation in Decatur County, but Stacy's going to be with us next week, Greensburg Boys Basketball. So that's our lineup for our... Uh, next week, we want to thank John and the crew at WRBI for keeping us on the air and making this all possible. We want to thank uh, Ison's Family Pizza for delivering this show to you. We want to thank, in part, to the Great Plains Communications, formerly ETC, Garings Incorporated, Tom Sitter, Chitty Buick, George's Pharmacy, Medical and Floral, here at NOCO, and the Coalition for Drug Free Bateso for bringing us. Uh, Coaches Carter this evening. We thank all of you for listening again. We thank our coaches again. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you next week. Good night, everyone. Join us again next time for another edition of Coaches Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coaches Corner podcast archives online at wrbiradio.com from 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.